bite just enough to create the fissure and take advantage of the cleavage of the candy shell. Therefore, it splits in half and falls off, leaving the entire peanut still half embedded in the rest of the candy shell. Uh. Howie, this is basic M&M physics 101. Is it physics or is it? This is basic M&M geology 101. Is it geology or is it like that? I use the word fissure and cleavage. So yes, <laughs> it's geology. anatomy. Exactly. It's a like fissure, that. not a fissure. A fissure. There's no fish. There's a fissure. F-I-S-S-U-R-E. You say it's fissure. Fissure. So fissure. you think that that's pronounced F-I-S-Z-U-R-E and I Medically, say it's pronounced F-I-S-H-U-R-E. Medically, that's how fissure. they pronounce it. Yeah, but everything in our healthcare system screwed up. So. A fissure? <laughs> Point Sound me. point. <laughs> yep. Nailed it. Argument complete. You did it. Yeah. Now we'll post that so everybody can hear how you rant on our healthcare system. Just, oh, <laughs> did that qualify as a rant? I feel like I could do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you about the Minute Clinic at CVS Pharmacies. <laughs> I know. Oh. When I was sick last week, I actually thought about you know I was God, like, all right, you got him started. I'm going to go to the Minute Clinic. Uh, because I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want to make an appointment. I don't want to do all that crap. Is that kind of like seven-minute abs? So, yes, and let me tell you how. Because I was like, you know, this is just going to the pharmacy, and they got like a doctor or somebody there that can look at me and say, yes, you've got the itis, and then throw some antibiotics down my throat. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's going to be cheaper, right? I went to a doctor a few years ago that if you paid out of pocket for just a visit where they take your temperature, look at your you know throat, and go, yeah, you're sick. Let's give you some medicine. It was $49. I know that because my copay for my insurance was higher than that at the time. <laughs> so they would say, hey, uh, you need to pay your copay. I'm like, no, I'm just going to pay cash. And they're like, well, it could be. No, I'm paying cash. <laughs> and I'm going to pay cash for my doctor visits. Not the case anymore. So I'm like, okay, most likely CVS Minute Clinic, they'll be like that. I look up their prices. It's like if you have bronchitis, $79 to $99. I'm like, what kind of minute cost me seventy nine to ninety nine dollars and doesn't come with a high price legal team attached? <laughs> you know, a, a, a direct and committed high price legal team. I can get TurboTax with their set of lawyers behind me for sixty fifty nine ninety nine. Right, right. Well, the argument is CVS probably has a team of lawyers too, but not strictly for this one. And I, I thought that that was excessive, so I ended up just scheduling an appointment with my doctor and going roundaboutly the traditional way to get antibiotics. <laughs> Which are bad for you, except for the fact that I felt better like 24 hours later. So take that. And I'm still taking them. You are still taking them. They aren't necessarily them. bad for you. I know, but you know, it's like, it's the same people who are like, I only buy unpasteurized milk because I want to die by my own hand. No. Yeah, what? These things figure out how to beat the antibiotics and they morph into other things. So they have to keep creating new. Oh yeah. Of yeah. Well, I was, I, I mean, well, especially virus, you know, right. antibiotics, antibiotics are no good for viruses. They can treat the uh, symptoms that a virus, a viral infection can give you, but it doesn't do anything to actually defeat the virus itself. And that's the big thing now is that a lot of people are like, Oh, got a cold, need antibiotics. And they're like, well, no, actually you have Ebola. Um, uh, Ebola. Yeah. But whereas me, I literally just had a generic infection. Right. So it was just like, yeah, here you go. Bacteria. Bacteria. Bacterial. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I meant by generic uh -huh. bacteria. They're pretty generic. <laughs> pretty generic. <laughs> Viral equals brand name. You know how it is. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with any of that. I don't know either. Well, 
Welcome, ladies and germs, to episode number 62 of Press Play to Save, the video game podcast where we talk about gaming on the exceptionally cheap. Yes. Something that anyone can get behind. Did you know that 62 is one more than 61? Mm. Ah. Wait, 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 Hey, there we go. Explain that to me in Common Core. Okay, so one plus one minus two plus five minus three. Well, you know, there you 60 go. less than 62. Got yeah, it. There I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know how terrible your math was right there? I'm pretty sure I said 52 instead of 62. <laughs> <laughs> I so, don't know Spanish. I are good. I don't know Spanish. Say so. 62. <laughs> ah, yeah, see, sí, my boy. Uh, yeah, I wasn't listening. Did you say 52? Uh, well, I said like a hybrid of it, so it wasn't. Right. <laughs> 50. Nice. That's nice. the new slang, you know. Oh, 50. I'll actually be celebrating my 50 next year. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're going to have a band. <laughs> uh, and uh, I've got a gorgeous dress picked out. Oh, wow. It's going to be great. You in a dress. Yeah. God. Oh, a very big that's pink like, frilly one with giant shoulders. That's I do every Saturday Neil. night for Corey. Yeah. yeah just another week. There's night. a special place here in town. I'm What's your host, it? Mr. Corey T. Wilson. And uh, laughing oh. and speechless to the left of me is a Christopher Rockefeller stump. How you doing? I'm pretty sure you, I think you've used Rockefeller before. No. Let's go back through every episode. Rutherford. I've said Rutherford. I'm before. pretty sure you used both. Never used both. Rockefeller. How the heck are you, man? I'm doing all right. I haven't seen you in a while. It's I been know. almost seven days. I know. It's it's gotta be getting up there at this point. I know. I'm a little I'm a little sweaty, but I'm comfortable. <laughs> so there's that. How, how do you correlate what she those? Said? I don't know. Exactly. Do I guess cool. maybe the sweat is performing its function and the air is actually providing a cooling effect. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for keeping me updated. Well, you asked. Did, and I'm not gonna leave I you know? in the dark. Per se, yeah, I'm not gonna just be like, you know, I mean, Chris, it's Chris, per usual that Chris, I you want to know how I am? That. You want to know how I'm fine? I'm fine, Chris. Cool. Thank you. What about you, Howie? It's like a I'm bartender. doing wonderful. Howie's at master control over yes. here with uh, with uh, yeah, Alex Ross's flash from Kingdom Come tucked in his shirt. He's, now, mind you, he's not wearing a Kingdom Come shirt. He's wearing an Adidas shirt Yeah. with Alex Ross. I'm afraid you're trying to use the wings from the Flash's helmet to, like, shave your beard. Oh, I thought those I were moose helmets. I thought those were, like, moose horns. Yeah. They are large golden wings of I'm, speedness. I am trying to accomplish two things at once. Yeah. My new <laughs> Wait, what's the two things? Shave and podcast. Oh, shave, shave cast. Shave via, via a superhuman speed action figure. Yep. He's just vibrating the hair off your face. Yeah, it's the, the red new blur. rage. It's the new rage. Yeah. It's the that new particular rage. one can actually phase in and out of time, so he might be able to shave you yesterday. That would be wonderful. Wouldn't it, though? Yeah. Of course, then you'd have the same amount of stubble that you have today, so <laughs> maybe not as wonderful as we might have oh. thought. Hey, uh, gentlemen, why don't we kick things off right and start talking about what we've been playing? I'm going to ask me first. Wait, no, crap. Hey, me. Yes, you. Yes, what oh. you been playing, me? Why are we even here? I don't even know. We, we can head out. He's All got right. this. All right. He'll just run from microphone to microphone and do impersonations. I know that when I'm done, I stop recording by hitting space bar. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that. do you mean when you're done? <laughs> I'm never done. Uh, this week, I did not do a lot of gaming, or at least it's not as much as I would have liked. That's like some painful splits that the Flash is doing right there. Oh, man. That's not even good. What a distraction. It's a good thing he's not anatomically correct. Otherwise, he would be on full display right now. <laughs> oh, I uh, I played a little bit of. I finally got off my keister and played some Deadlight. Man, what? It's about time. Oh, I think crap. I think I bought. Dead, I think you just destroyed your base <laughs> trap that you built there, Howie. Howie down. Howie, he, oh. he's he's crushed gazpacho. <laughs> what have you done to the gazpacho? Is he breathing? 
Oh, Corey, no! make sure he's breathing. Gaspacho! <laughs> he's, he's moaning in agony. Gaspacho! Oh, Gaspacho! Ew, that thing is hideous. Yes, he is. He's the tiki god of camping. He is. He yes. also has a solar light built into him that never, ever works. Cool. Maybe if I held him up to Is that what light. you've been playing? This is what I've been playing Gaspacho the tiki camping god. <laughs> and how is it? Uh, not working. Not operative. No, so you forgot to take him camping this year. He we normally put him at the foot of our uh, our camp spots. That's how you know we're cool. Like oh, they yeah. got like a weird tiki dude standing there with glowing eyes. Is cool the word most people use when they yell? At, at hey, you camping. guys are cool. No, no. When they when it results to yelling, it's usually get you know, off our camper. Yeah, because that's what we just climb on other people's campers. <laughs> It's a that's thing. That's why I imagined camping. It's a thing. Yeah, that's, that's a, everybody camping does just constantly climbing <laughs> on each other's stuff. kids, get off my camper lawn. Yeah. Turn to mow that. Turning the hoses on. It's that's why they have pumping. hoses everywhere. So they can spray down the people you know, climbing like the other campers. hoses everywhere. So I played some Deadlight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't play a lot of Deadlight. I started it a long time. I think I got it. I bought it, I think, at last year's Halloween sale. If not, God forbid, the year prior. It's oh, been, God. Yeah, it's been sitting there haunting I believe it was last <laughs> My year. library. We did just have Halloween. That's true. How was your guys' Halloween, by the way? Great. We, had a, we had a fantastic solid. turnout. Ran out of Kit Kats right out of the gate, so we had to start rationing out dumb, dumb pops. Did you, did you actually purchase Kit Kats, though? Oh, yeah. No, we, he, oh. he stole them from <laughs> other houses and then redistributed <laughs> right. them. They were wet because they turned the hose on me, see? Press play to spook. Yeah, so I played some Deadlight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the tiki god is looking at me funny. <laughs> I hate it. It's like reflecting the light in his eyes, and I keep thinking it's the cat sitting there just out of my, you know, degree, my cone of vision here. <laughs> you can tell how much Corey really wants to talk about Deadlight. Seriously, I, he's, he's, I've always liked to get Spacho until now. So he played Deadlight. I played some Deadlight. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, Deadlight, you know, it's sort of a, a Metroidvania ish style side scrolly. You know, puzzle solvey, find your way uppy into little, you know, duck and crawl through a cavern here, fall through a pit there, and don't don't step in a trap. Traps are bad. Here's why I don't like Deadlight. Why don't you like Deadlight? Because I don't like any game where it goes, (laughs) that was a trap. Because you're dying, you're dead. Because there's got all these things that one hit kill you that you don't necessarily even notice are there until Mm -hmm. it happens. It's, it, that's how you learn. That's how you learn in the game is you die. And then you go, but it's not like it's a super meat boy or it's one of those games where it's just trial and error because it's kind of slow and methodical the way you navigate through the game. So when you hit these things that just one shot kill you, or you end up like, I swing my axe right through a zombie, but for some reason it, it clips through her and it doesn't hit her. And then she grabs me and I die. I'm going to be pretty angry. Yeah. yeah. And this game is full of that. It is pretty. The story seems kind of interesting, but also like the uh, the platforming, the jumping up and stuff like that. It's it reminds me of like original Prince of Persia in the sense where you have to be like in the exact right spot to jump up and get the ledge. And if you're like, if let's say I, I'm like moving right, and if I jump, I'm going to jump way to the right, but I want to jump straight up, so I'm moving right. I come to a stop. I've got no fingers on the keys except for the jump button, and it'll still jump to the right. Or like I'll crawl over the edge of a fence, and the screen will, or will like switch, like move over, like you know, transitions to, okay, now here's the scene on the other side of the fence. And I'm not even holding a key down and he just jumps back onto the previous side of the fence. So the screen goes right back, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Annoying the snot out of me. And it sucks because it is a, it's a very visually appealing game. And Mm. you know, it's, it's zombies 
I, I have that game too. Yeah. And I also haven't played it. But I, uh, yeah, I played it a year ago. Yeah, you when played we, it. Well, I think we got it yeah. at the same time. We talked about it on this yeah. podcast, and uh, I don't remember having that much trouble. So they must have upgraded it. I'm also playing with a keyboard, which I have no business doing. I should be playing with a controller, but I just didn't have it hooked up. So I was like, mm. Why don't you give it another try, man? I, I might. I, I probably will. I probably will because again, it's visually striking enough. You know, and, right. and the it mood and the tone is really cool. It is. And so I, I probably for will go back to it. But I also kind of like, I'm also of the mindset that if I take an axe to a zombie's head, it ought to be done. And this game yeah. doesn't tend yeah. to agree with me in that regard. They just kind of keep getting up yeah. for a long time. And you can only, you know, you can only get hugged by three zombies before you're dead. Well, so. Walking Dead has trained me how to kill zombies. Exactly. And their skull is like mush. Yeah, so. technically all I need yeah. is a ballpoint pen and a little thrusting action, you know, or, yeah. or a Crayola marker with the cap off. That's all you need to crush a zombie's well, brain. Don't, right. don't waste the scented one. That's basically a candle. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's mm-hmm. uh, Those are worth a, worth a lot in the post-apocalypse. I know. I've smelled nothing but death and decay, but ooh, black it's, raspberry. Ooh. ooh. That's not bad. <laughs> My, I feel like a new man. Does that help you get high? No, 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 no. No, no just, it just smells like strawberries. Just, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. This one smells like black licorice. Get the hell out. Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed Tommy. Anyway. Spoiler. So that was my time with, uh, what did I spoil exactly? <laughs> it was a Key and Peele sketch or something. <laughs> well, we've all seen the newest, newest episode, the fourth one. The newest, newest episode? Yes. Of what? Oh, episode... Ep- we, we've seen The Walking yeah, the Dead episode, episode 4. the fourth episode of Walking Dead. That, that, that one was good. Amazing. Yeah. I yeah. really off, liked off it. the chain. You know what was... <laughs> there was no... Well, we can't say chain. What was really nuts crap. was when that one chick was with that other chick. No, and that it was thing a dude. Happened. It was the dude. Well, no, the, there no, were the before, two dudes. Before the dude. No, no. There were the two dudes yeah. with the one dude, but there was the one chick with the other chick. Oh. Right. It's that really was crazy. It's so hard not to spoil things for you guys. I know, right? Because we just were itching to tell you about that After episode. having watched that episode in the past. We actually all sat down and watched it together. Yeah, before. Before <laughs> now. In the past of now. Carry, carry on prior, with Deadlight. Prior to the present. I don't think I can. Because <laughs> there's nothing left. So I played some Deadlight. <laughs> That's going to be the episode title. Just, so I played Deadlight. I, so dot, dot, dot. Again, I'm going to give it more time. I guess part of it is there are parts of it where you're actually kind of racing through and doing a little bit of like marginal parkour type free running. Right. But then a lot of it is not that at all. And you have to just be slow and like, like painfully slow. And right. otherwise you're going to miss your jumps. And, and stuff I kind of like remember is, it feeling a little heavy back yeah, when I played. Yeah. It. it feels very, very heavy. And and the character's slow to respond. It, it, it controls kind of like Laura Croft, Laura Croft in a PS one game. Like I'm mm. pressing the buttons and he responds eh, when he gets around to it. Yeah. He's like running yeah. to the right. And I'm like, hey, stop. And he's like, oh, you press those buttons. All right, now There's I'll like start a to full slow down. half a millisecond. Like, it's delay. way worse than that. Ouch. Sometimes it's like a full second and it's Ouch. just like, come on. So it's, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, that's another game. If you get it for buck ninety nine, two ninety nine, you're not, you're not doing bad. Just it's getting fine. in it and, and looking uh, just at play the, the controller. Yeah, the, uh, the visuals the are visuals, very well. Yeah. Very, play with very the controller. Well. Put it on easy. You know. Yeah. That's cool. how you get there. Cool, cool. Howie, cool. what you been playing? Yeah, so I've been playing a game on my new iPhone. I don't know why I said new oh, iPhone. But new iPhone. On my mobile Someone's device. cooler than everyone um, else. Uh, it has nothing to do with that because you can get it on any iPhone. But I want to keep talking about this on his new iPhone. But it's called, it's called Retry. Retry? Retry. And you do that a lot. You retry a lot. It is made by Roxio. 
the why are you coming makers, over snuggling in my microphone, Chris? The makers, what are you talking about? Roxio. Roxio. Made retry. Made retry, retry. the game. Roxio yeah. retry. The yeah. Roxio rain. retried to make a game. And what did they call it? Retry. They, they retried oh. it and they called it retry. Probably in the spirit of their second try. What the right. heck is retry? So never yeah, heard you're of this little tiny little plane and you have to constantly tap your uh, your 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 mobile device to keep it flying because that's how planes work. Yep. If you hold mm-hmm. down your finger, it will just do loop-de-loops. Yeah. Uh, so you won't go anywhere and accomplish okay. the goal. Uh, so you can't touch anything. If you touch, if you hit the ground or you hit rocks above or whatever, mm. you you crash and you have to retry, keep going. Right. So basically you're trying to get from point A to point B from from this you know, landing strip to this landing strip. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's simple. And then you can collect some coins on your way. So it's like Flappy Bird? Uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like Flappy Bird, but not crappy. Not crappy. Okay, not Crappy Bird. Yep, not Crappy Bird. Retry. Would it be better on an iPad as opposed to an iPhone? Would it matter? Better how? No, the graphics are extremely simple, very okay. pixelated. But I mean, would it help uh, you with a blown up screen? Could you? I do better on. Uh, yes, on my I think iPad. you would actually. Yeah, I do better on my iPad with uh, with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what's that oh, game right, made by that. Jetpack Joyride? Half right. br- by half ah, brick. Yeah, you know, and the reason why I say I think it would be better is because I, when when I tend to play games, my dominant hand, even though I'm left handed, I play with my right hand. Oh, so I, you're I'm, weird. I'm tapping with my right yeah. hand, but that's where I'm going, so I can't see what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm forced to play with my left hand. Whereas if it was a like an iPad, I could tap down lower and still see where I'm going. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, recommend. Was, I, I definitely recommend it's a good toilet game. So good toilet game. As long as you're not having the experience that I had last yeah. week. Oh, last it's week. The, that uh, made me want oh, to man, gag. Yeah. Tune into episode 61 for the, uh, the inside poop. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. Man. So we need like Even a sound. A we need a sound bite for toilet game of the week. Oh, we, we oh, totally ah, do. TGOW. Yeah. <laughs> is that the sound bite right there? That's, that's, the, sound bite. that's, that's the sound bite. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oh, that is great. Hey, uh, Chris, what have you been dropping on your toilet? <laughs> what? Let me I, rephrase that. Yeah, please. What have you been playing? Oh, that's what you wanted to say. <laughs> Same thing. This it guy really. splits hairs. Yeah. Oh, man. Dota 2. I've been playing. Diablo 3. Dota 2, Diablo 3. Yeah, you guys already did. Why do you even ask? Played some. Uh, Diablo 2, Diablo 3. I was say played some, uh, some uh, Torchlight 2 on yeah. Suicide. Kill Yourself. I mode. haven't played Torchlight in a while. Now, now Garrick, two episodes ago, Bear? was like totally dogging on you. said he took you out. He's much better than you at Dota 2 now. So. Yep. Oh, yeah? Wow. Throne. wow. Do something about it. Yep. I will. Step up. I will. You gonna go? I'm gonna I'm gonna drive to where is he? Indianapolis? Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> He's across the I'm pond. coming to you. You hear me? Pikachu. <laughs> coming for you. So what have you been playing? I've been playing Diablo Dota 3. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Anything uh, new? I have played some new stuff. First game I'm gonna talk about. I got like three new things. Whoa! You know, so strap in, Dang buckle your seatbelts. I need to sit back down. Get on the road trip. Um, I've had a game for about, geez, I don't know, it's like three years now, called Sacred 2 Fallen Angel. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a good, you know, action RPG. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's got its own unique features, but it still follows the same basic action RPG stuff. Right. Pretty highly recommended game. I couldn't get it to work for squat on my old laptop. Oh, really? And I the old the old duct tape beater sitting on a box fan. You know, it wasn't the. I thought at the time it was the computer, yeah. not the computer. Yeah. And I had done several different things to try and get this game to work. I'd updated drives. I'd I actually got a new OS, not an OS, a new operating system. Yeah, well, an that's OS. also an OS. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is fried. Yeah. Um, and there <laughs> no, were times I actually got it to run, and then there were tons of problems. It'd freeze, it'd crash, and I, I several different occasions I said, "Screw it, I'm done with this thing." Right. I bit the bullet. Whatever I paid for that, probably ten, fifteen bucks, just gone. Mm. I decided, you know, I'm not gonna play. Got my new computer, got my new desktop, and I'm like, hey, I can try this again. I really want to play this game. Mm-hmm. I spent the money, fire it up, download it, doesn't load. I thought, what is going on? There's no <laughs> way both my computers can't handle it or whatever the problem is. Right. So I go to the internet, I do some research. I'm not the only one with the problem. Mm-hmm. This game is dirt. Mm-hmm. That's why people say it crashes. It doesn't run. You have to download this patch. You have to do this with the executable files. Right. That is such garbage. So I finally got Sacred 2 Gold, mm-hmm. which is the upgraded version of this game. I got it for like two ninety nine on Steam. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Was, hopefully this just fixes the problem. Right. Same thing. I was going to say, so, why would you get the bigger version of the same game hoping that it would run better? Well, it was. I mean, it's the same game, but it's all a bunch of DLC on there. Like, it's, but it's, it's still a good the same deal. game that doesn't run. D- not necessarily. <laughs> I you actually, shifted. There was a weight shift, did, listeners. He shifted from I one sheet to the other because I he did. knew his argument was flimsy at best. Long story short, he was just hoping. I fought with this game and I got it to work. So now it is up and running. I just haven't played it because the time that I had to play, I spent trying <laughs> to get it to work. You squandered it all, yes. right? Uh, but Something I, was, I used to be okay doing. Yeah, I used to be okay blowing six, seven hours in a night trying to get a game to work that I would hope to be playing that whole night. Because I'm like, it's a Friday night. I'm a single guy. No, no nothing to do. I'm going to burn this, and then the next day I'll play it, right? Yeah. If I'm up to it. Now it's kind of like, oh, man, this didn't run on the first try. Screw it. I'll get some Garbage else. pile. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, I've been itching for like a new game. So, yeah. Um, uh, in the meantime, in my fury of trying to download this, I yeah. actually tried another game. Mind my- you, this is how I played Unturned. Yes. I played Unturned because it was small and I could download it and install it quickly because right. there were two other games I couldn't get to run. While I'm fixing Sacred 2 Gold, yeah. I was just going through my library like, hey, I need to get rid of some of these games. So I tried Blades of Time. And that game not is... not really getting rid of them. You're consuming them. I'm Yeah, I'm not getting rid of them. <laughs> That's not the right terminology. I'm playing them because they've been there for years. Right. You need to get rid of them from your pile of shame. Yes. There you go. So I can, them from I can be guilt-free when I buy new games. Correct. Um, I, I tried Blades of Time. Blades of Time. Uh, Sounds like a Zelda game. Yeah, kind of, it's the Legends hack, of Zelda, it's very, Blades of it's Time. It's hack and slashy. Oh, yeah? Um, I'm not very far into it. It's a, it's a pretty game. Uh, the combat is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, it's very hack and slashy combo oriented, which mm. is cool. I like playing it on the controller. It feels right. good. It runs okay. A uh, couple of problems I have with this game. I don't know what's going on, but there are several instances <laughs> where it's supposed to be like a cutscene, but it's not. Yeah. It's like text comes up, but you're still there. And it's explaining like, hey, you just stepped on this button 
and it opened the gate and now you just alerted a bunch of guards to attack you. Mm-hmm. But it's got my game frozen because it's telling me these things in text while the guards are approaching no! me. And this is so frustrating because you're sitting there like trying to move, trying to dodge. Oh, and they that's come like up. in Deadlight. Whenever you loot a you looting a corpse and a zombie's running at you, you're stuck in corpse loot mode. Yes, so dumb. Oh, it's like and at so, some point in real life, I would just go. You know what? I can pull the guy's note out of his back pocket of his jeans later. These yeah. things they get in two hits on you before the game goes. Oh crap! You're in game mode. Yeah. So they're oh I'm at half health now because the game screwed up. Mm-hmm. It's not like hey that happened once whatever i'm pissed but i'm gonna get it's over literally it. part it of the happened, mechanics of the game hap- yes it is oh, and it is no. frustrating another problem i have with that game is you play as this the main character is like a girl that she's granted time traveler privileges mm-hmm. but she doesn't right. know she has them yet yeah that's um but she <laughs> talks to herself a lot yeah too much like she acts like a narrator but it's not narrating so she's, she's just, just explaining stuff to you, the player? The The way I can best describe it is she's writing a journal out loud to you. As you're, uh, as you're fighting things, as you interact with things, as you see things. And sometimes it's like, hey, if I came to this huge, big, glorious valley and she wants to make a comment, fine. But she makes that comment. Then you start walking down the path. She makes another comment. Then she starts talking about her partner. Yeah. And, then she, and it's like, man, just shut up. He had the great way to cram the story down your throat. And it was... It was frustrating. It really is. Yeah. I get so sick and t- you know I've always been about cutscenes. I like cutscenes. I, I like too. I like games I without like, them too. I like the story of the cutscene. Half Life being a big game that came along with the silent protagonist of a shooter. We're going to give you cutscenes, but if you ignore them and run off, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I would sit there until everyone was done talking. I wanted to hear every last word. And same thing with full motion right. video cutscenes. I watch every last one of them. But now in these games where they just want to talk at me while I'm playing, I just want to hit the escape. Talking mute. nonsense. No, yeah, yeah, nonsense, nonstop. Yeah, just, that's terrible. It you, you can feel the, you get to know the character better. Hey, I want to be the character. I don't want to get to know yeah. the character. And I, I, again, I'm right. okay with a little of it. Yeah. Like if, if oh, something yeah. happens and she makes a comment like, wow, that was close. Yeah. Something like that. Ooh, way different. Don't have time to play with myself. Yeah, yeah a little, like little witty stuff. Something nuanced like that. Ooh, that's one doom space marine. Right. See, that's all <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. So I, I've been playing through that. I'll probably play through it, but yeah, I mean it's it's enjoyable. I don't yeah. remember what I paid for. Probably next to nothing, but right. it's just one of those games to play through. Yeah, cool. My last game, Ooh. which I know you have played a little bit of too, and uh-huh. I'm I don't think Howie has, but he might have. Is Maybe. Forge free to play? Forge mode in Halo Three? No. Um, I do like Forge I have mode it in my in Steam Halo. library. My library. Hey, he's got it in his Steam. That is one step closer than we were last week. That's might true. I say. Yeah. On episode 61. That's true. I um I uh, I did play some Forge. I had problems finding a game. Well, let's explain what Forge is. It's a game. Okay. Now I had pro <laughs> no. It is a free to play. Free to play. MMO. This is how Ish. they describe it. Oh, okay. MMO give them their, give us their bitch. Battleground third person shooter mix. So what A this is like is if you've played PvP battlegrounds in MMOs such as WoW. I, I think that's the best depiction yeah. is a WoW PvP. Then this is like the battleground PvP modes, uh, except it's faster paced mm-hmm. and you have more um 
there's more verticality and you have more uh, range of motion as a character. You can jump from thing to thing. And, some, and sometimes, a lot of, I describe it as hardcore parkour. Yeah. Yeah. Hardcore. Nice. Yes. You, look, you. you looked really proud of yourself. I after did. You Cause that's that. a running joke with my friends as hardcore parkour. Yeah. So why don't you just call it parkour? Because that's not as funny. Huh. Hardcore, hardcore. Anyway, there's a lot of there's a lot of getting to high places, getting from point A to B, yeah. bouncing off things, doing flips. Yeah, there's different like there's high grounds and low grounds. Like okay, mm-hmm. I don't, if I'm an archer, I don't have to stand right in front of you and shoot at you like I would in WoW PvP, but uh, I could like find a spot where I'm up on a cliff shooting down at like people and stuff like yes. climb up there. Or the the archer has a really cool ability that you can go invisible and swap places with somebody. Yeah. So if someone gets to somewhere really cool and you don't know how to get up there. You'll just look up there and hit your swap button and it puts them where you were and you go up to their spot. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 and it's got several different classes that have different abilities. And I would say that this There's game. There's a lot going on is in these abilities. very pretty. I think so too. The maps are gorgeous for battleground maps. They are beautiful. I think there's five or six different ones, which yeah. are all they have a different feel to them. Now, mind you, this game is free. This is our free to play game of the week. You tune into a free to play uh, episode. This is the game. Mm-hmm. This game is free and it is beautiful. Yes, and very very well thought out. Now, here's the other thing. It's not necessarily a point and click movement like no, in your this uh, game is chaotic madness it's fast it's WASD third person like it's, it's weird it's like keys. if you took a third person shooter and a WASD MMO control and they had a baby that's what this would be and you know it's also interesting it, without being a hack and slash it is an RPG there is leveling up mm-hmm. there is making choices of pros and cons to abilities right in this PvP style game yeah. which is something you don't see in World of Warcraft PvP right you do that stuff right. outside the battleground mm-hmm and a lot of people make two different characters because they want their PvE yeah. and their PvP player. Or they dual spec. Yeah. Right. Which this game is, I mean, you find a class that you like, something that fits your play style, and you just go all out carnage with a bunch of people. Right. I mean, there's healers, there's DPS dealers, there's up-in-your-face melee fighters, there's ranged, there's assassins. Yeah. And... All of them have the ability to do the the parkour stuff. So mm, there's wall jumping in this right. game. I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of just you're running around jumping stuff. I mean, if you want to be an archer and up in someone's face, then do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to be the archer way in the back, you can do that too. Yeah. I mean, these are big battles of a bunch of players in there, and I I've seen a lot of more gameplay than I've actually played gameplay. Yeah. I've mostly done bot games because I'm. I, that game has a lot of hotkeys to try and get used to. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know any of the strategies of, hey, I should combo this first with that and then do this ability. Right. I don't know any of that because I'm still learning, uh, crap, I didn't use one of my arrows, so now I'm, my cooldowns are all messed up. Yeah, it looks like it might be, I mean, if the game is frenetic enough, it looks like there might be some uh, entry friendly, entry user friendliness because it's so frenetic that, yeah, just go up and keep hitting dudes and you'll yeah. probably get a kill every now and then. But... um I will say this. After playing the tutorial, I didn't want to play bot matches. I wanted to jump right in. So I hit just hook me up with the hook me up with the soonest possible game. And he goes, okay, loads of map. I'm in, running around, waiting for players. Huh. Waiting for players. You didn't you didn't get a play any waiting for players. I did this three times and I left it spinning for five or ten minutes. 
I wonder. I, was just, I was running around the maps because I'd never seen the maps. I'm like, ooh, these are gorgeous. Yeah. So I'd run around for 10 minutes just looking at how pretty it is. Which and says a lot a, about the artwork. Right. Oh, no, it's gorgeous. Yeah. But no other players would show up. Do you think so. it's because you're such a low... I mean, is there? there's leveling in here, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I didn't I think don't know mattered, what the level though. matching does or anything like that. I don't think it matters because it... It's a tier system that you lose stuff as you gain stuff. Yeah. Similar to the Team Fortress guns. Yeah, you do triple the damage, but you also take triple damage. Stuff right. like that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, a level 100 player, their only advantage over you is they've played to level 100. So they have they have the experience. They right. have They know their hotkeys better than you do. Yeah. I, I never got a game out of the three times I tried. That's interesting. So you didn't play against any of the bot? I've not done any of that. So please I've tell been, me how the bot matches were. I did. I ran through the tutorial. and it, it, The tutorial's pretty well done. It it goes through a lot of the mechanic stuff with you. It goes through all the wall jumping stuff that I probably yeah. never would have known yep. otherwise. Yeah, I would have never noticed. There were, I would or never expect wall jumping I would have thought like people would have been cheating. Like, oh my God, yeah. how, how did you just <laughs> triple Hexors. jump? Hexors. Um, but I played, there was an option to play practice against bots. And it puts you in there, you, you select your character, and it puts you in there 1v1 against a bot on the easiest difficulty. And I think it's it it's random for the first one, so you play against a class. Yeah. And then I, it'll fight you at the easiest difficulty. Mm-hmm. You kill him, it cycles to the next class. You fight every single class on that difficulty, it just cycles one after another after you kill him, then it bumps you up a difficulty and you do the same thing. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool because... As I'm getting more comfortable killing these passive bots, then they got to easy and they started fighting back a little bit. I was like, oh, geez, now I need to adapt to someone charging me. Mm. And then it's pretty easy to get through those first two waves of you kill each class once, Mm. including yourself. You get a fight against. It also gives you the perspective of, hey, that that shaman healer, he doesn't really deal damage to me, but he's hard to bring down because he heals a lot. Yeah. There's got to be a way around that. And you yeah. start seeing new situations that you would see in a normal match. And I thought that was really cool. I I didn't just hop in with a bot game where it was four on four and my bots were dumb and their, their bots are really good. Yeah. But I got to fight one-on-one. I got to see each class use abilities, which if you're undecided about a class, it helps you pick one and see them at the same time. Yeah. And you fight all of them as you progress and you get more comfortable, you fight harder people. Yeah. I thought that was really well done. And I had fun with that. I think I was, I don't know. I kind of got to the third, I'm going to call it the third tier where they're hard difficulty or medium difficulty. And things started getting difficult because I realized like, Hey, I need to start swapping some hot keys around because this doesn't feel right when I reach over for that key. And then that's kind of where I stopped because I wanted to get out of the game, mess with some hotkeys. I got in, tried them again. And I was like, okay, I'm good for now. So, like you, I didn't get a, I didn't even get a try a multiplayer match. Yeah, I find it hard to believe this game is fairly popular. It's really, really cool. So I, find I, it, I was kind of freaked out, and maybe it was just the time I was in. I, I don't wonder, know. I'm wondering if it's time you were in, plus you know maybe you clicked on a setting where you looked for only deathmatch. No, and I clicked. I had that option. And I did. You once. clicked on all of them. I clicked on Team Deathmatch the first time. The other two times, I clicked on whatever's available. Huh. Okay. So yeah. I I don't know. Maybe it's the maybe is it could have been the time you played. Could the have been hero anything. level. I'm could not have been sure. I'm gonna try again because it's it's pretty enough yeah. that I want to. I I really want to. I a, honestly, a shot. I right. think this is a game that could be played in just in the Doom Room. It would be kind of fun. Yeah. We, our we Tuesday night. Little, our Tuesday night, night parties. Four v four. It's just that kind of game of. Yeah, some people are obviously going to be better than others, but the way you can adapt your character 
you don't have to use all nine of their skills. You can just take the two you're good at and cooperate with your team in a way that yeah. this game could still be fun in a little four-on-four in-house match. Right. So, yeah, I, like you, I'm going to keep trying to play a little more of that. I'm going to try and get in some PvP matches. I've seen a lot of videos, and things get crazy. Oh, I'll bet. I mean, these matches get nuts. Yeah. Uh, I heard one huge grievance of people was there's an auto-balancing system, but it used to, and might still do, it auto-balances while you're playing. Mm -hmm. So they said a a specific instance was uh, he was protecting someone carrying a equivalent of a flag and a capture the flag. They're running back to their base to cap it, and he's protecting this guy. The game auto-balances and kills that guy immediately and puts him on the other team. So then he says, okay, so I pick up the flag and carried it. So now the guy that did all the work getting this flag over here yeah. just didn't get the cap, and now he's on the losing team. Yeah, that's and like that's the frustrating stuff. But at the same time, you know, auto balancing is there for a reason. Like if it usually if the, games auto balance when you right. die, but if you have a game where nobody maybe, on one team is dying, what do you do? I mean, maybe this was a situation where four people just quit, and the game kind of freaked out and said, "Okay, it's not fair that it's six on one." Right. And and I mean, I don't know the circumstances. You know, a lot of games like that when when that happens late in the game, especially if a bunch of people just drop out, it's kind of like, well, okay, if you quit, you won't be penalized now because right. we just messed it up. But it's we're not going to auto balance it because we also don't want to just screw it up. For a bunch of people, right? I believe there's a fine line to walk there. I believe that this game has, you know, like public matchmaking, but also has ranked matches. Oh yeah. So if you want to, I assume there's no auto balancing in the ranked match because you could join with your friends or something to build your rank. Right. But I mean that that lets you know that you know these people want to play really hardcore. Like I would like to be if I got good at this game and felt comfortable with it. That's where I'd want to be. I'd want to be playing against people, testing my skills, and seeing how high I could get. But there's also the like, hey, I'm in a learner's bracket. I'm just going to play a regular game. Yeah. I assume you're going to be playing. It's just going to be like Counter-Strike. You're going to be playing with people that are just better than you. You're going to be having a bad day. They're going to have a good day. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's going to be really frustrating. You're going to hate this game. Other days, you're going to be getting double kills out of nowhere, killing everything like you're a god. Yeah. And it's just just one of those games. I mean, sometimes it's going to suck. Sometimes it's going to be awesome. Sometimes it's going to be right in the middle. It's just... You just, I mean, over time, you're going to be playing. You just got to know when to hold them and right. know when to fold them. I mean, that happens That's in really one of clever. Those games. Yeah. Hold them and fold them. Yep. And they rhyme. Yep. That could almost be I made a, that a hit country now. western song. I made it up just now. You should cash in on that. You should. Speaking of cashing in on stuff, we need yeah. to put where our money where our mouths are. We, we do. We don't. Uh, we have some questions to answer this week. We do. Oh, goodness. We, we do some indeed. Twitter answerers. Um, Answerees. Mr. Uh, G. Hardy writes in. Who could that be? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bear. Why are why are companies CGing famous people instead of doing live cutscenes again? Has that ship sailed? And I think when he uh, when he asked this question, he's referring to the commercials on television for Call of Duty Advanced right. Warfare, which have the in-game rendered uh, Kevin Spacey. Ah. Not to be confused with real Kevin Spacey, who is decidedly better anti-aliased <laughs> in real life. Yeah. <laughs> IRL, guys. Yeah. IRLs. Yeah. Um, you know what? I love full motion video cutscenes back in the day because they were the best looking thing in the game. You know, you did full motion video because it's like, hey, we just invented a thing called 3D ROMs. Let's record some 320 by 240 video, 
you know, and they could put like really crappy blue screen effects and horrible artwork in the background. And it didn't matter because you had like Mark Hamill walking around yelling at tiger people or whatever. And, <laughs> and that was awesome. But I, I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, with the level of dramatic control that the modern game directors have over the cutscenes, you know, camera, quote, camera, end quote, positioning and, you know, and the actors positioning and stuff like that. It makes me wonder if it would be too jarring to switch to live full motion video in between cutscenes when we can get close enough. I mean, it's very obvious when you're looking at this act at this character that is, is Kevin Spacey's likeness. Right. It's very, very obvious. So it's like we're we're there. But in terms of when he speaks, does it look as natural as Kevin Spacey? Does the face look as good as Kevin Spacey? I'm all say probably not. I've always not liked the full motion videos. You don't like to jump in and see like pre-recorded dudes high-fiving each other and stuff like that. No. It it takes me completely out of where I'm at in the game. Yeah. I'd rather, I think it's visually, it's jarring to me. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't make sense to my brain. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at with it. So having having CG cutscenes, to me at least, yeah, you, you, you don't have Kevin Spacey that looks quite right, yeah, but you know it's Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he looks really good, yeah. but he's, we're still not, we haven't crossed that uncanny valley just yet. <laughs> I'd almost rather them not do his likeness and just do something completely different. And just have him voice him? Yeah. But that doesn't that doesn't move games nearly as well. I mean, they've had... Oh, you mean they make decisions ice- to, to make money? Yeah. Oh. They've had Ice-T okay. and voices in those games and, yeah. every, you know, everybody under the sun. I mean, every time a new Call of Duty comes out, they have, you know... They have commercials where, like, here's Jack Black playing Call of Duty, you know, and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay. But the fact that Kevin Spacey's in it, especially with the success of uh, House of Cards. Well, that's what they're going for. I think, yeah, adds that political intrigue going, ooh, is this, is this like, you know, Frank Underwood, Call of Duty? Yeah. Is, this, is Frank, yeah, is he, <laughs> yeah, slapping his class ring on the, on the desk and Amen. things like that. Yeah. So... I, I think the ship probably has, for the most part, sailed. But I have a feeling that, like so many things lately, it'll there'll probably be like a niche indie market that yeah, kind of comes right. back around and uses them in a really clever now, way. Is is it cheaper to do the CG than the higher actors and the you know the directors and and get the camera work all done? Yeah. I it's it's hard to tell. You know, if you've already got CG's it all, pretty expensive. But. I think it's expensive. Either well, way. they're not these these in particular cutscenes. It's not like they're farming them out to a house or anything. They're using them with the in game in engine right abilities. So if you've already got the resources there, you've you made at least, the world. You've made where you know the set piece already. Right. If the set piece is already there, and all you have to do, and I, I highly doubt they're mo capping. Right. I agree. I could be wrong, but I highly doubt they got Kevin Smith to strap the ping pong balls to his face. Kevin let, Smith? Kevin yes. Smith. Actually, Kevin Smith would strap ping pong balls to his face in no time. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, however, different animal. Yeah. Kevin Smith. And, uh, and, and yeah, I just, I, I have a feeling, I, I think it's going to come across dry, but I, I, I'm not the one, I'm not their target, target market for Call of Duty. I don't think they're trying to go for the people who want ultra real acting in the cutscenes. I think they want to go for guys who want ultra loud shooting and, and anti-Semitic things. Well, right. I, it's, that's, I feel the same way you do there. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's but, not I mean, that I've great, always, but. I've always liked Call of Duty for the single player experience, which is why I stopped playing several episodes. That's, you know, that version was awesome. It was great. It was fantastic. But it took such a backseat. You know, it got yeah. to the point where you could beat it in three and a half hours. Yeah. And so it's kind of like because it wasn't made for that. But it no, it 
made it for me. When they, no, exactly, exactly. So it's like if you could turn that into an eight or nine hour campaign, I might come back around. But you know, I, I think it it adds some legitimacy uh, what they're doing without you know without having to go video. I, I think if they did it with video, it would be have to be like in between load screen bumpers and stuff like that where yeah. Yeah. you know it's Kevin Spacey's Kevin Spacey sitting with his knuckles on a desk just looking at you and going you know and going so you killed that guy great you know and you're like <laughs> all right I guess this is my debriefing featuring Kevin Spacey so I I, I think it's I, I think we'll see a resurgence of them or at least some playfulness with them because people do remember them fondly right but I don't think it'll be in the same way that we saw them before it'll be is, almost more tongue-in-cheek or yeah because back some, in the day, if you didn't do full motion video, you had to do animation. Right. And the animation was definitely going to be more expensive than just getting a bunch of, you know, right. D-listers right. together to make a video. So anybody have anything more to say about no, the... Uh, no. I think you pretty much beat that one. I pretty much one. beat that one senseless. All right. Well, then let's get into something hot and heavy. Thanks for your question, G. Hardy. G. Hardy, whatever that means. I don't know. Stupid Twitter. Uh, Andy Monaghan on Twitter writes in and says, given how niche video games used to be... And the controversy over Gamergate, what has happened to this hobby we also love? That's a that's deep. How are you down with the gate? That's deep. I'm down with the G A T E. Are you down with the gate? Are you down with the Gamergate? Am I am I down? Are you with down the, with the GG? I'm. I've been debriefed. You've been debriefed. Gamergate. For those of you who have not been watching the mainstream press, believe it or not. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm, that's not tongue in cheek. Uh, Gamergate is a movement amongst uh, some in the online, well, not online gaming community, but the gaming community online, um, where the, let's just say that I think the the primary mission, if there were to be one, is to try to create more clarity and keep things above board in terms of how the gamer press and developers interact. That is it in its purest form. However, that is not how it's coming across due to the actions of some and really how it got kicked off, which was basically an ex-boyfriend ranting about an ex-girlfriend sleeping around with someone and they ha- she happened to be a developer and the other guy in question happened to be a writer for Kotaku and uh, a bunch of, inf- you know, a bunch of, I was going to say inferations, inferments. What's the noun form of infer? Some things uh, were inferred. Inf- yeah. yeah. Inference. Some items. Inference. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Some things were inferred uh, regarding whether or not uh, favors were traded uh, for better reviews and things like uh. that. Now, the timeline doesn't support that at all. When the re- you know when reviews came out, who was actually doing the reviewing, stuff like that, uh, it, th- it, there's no wrongdoing done right there. However... I will say that the gamer enthusiast press and game developers are a very cozy group. Yeah. They, it's yeah. a very, that's, yeah. it's a very, that's a closed circle. That's not a Venn diagram. That's literally a circle. And, uh, as you know, when you follow, when you have a, a group of favorite people in the, in the enthusiast press that you follow, you tend to find out that, yeah, they have developers that are some of their best friends and they hang out, they drink beer, they go nuts. And so, I think I can understand in the fact that gaming is becoming so huge that some people might say, you know, it's time for the press that covers, you know, rates games, scores games, reviews games should probably go to some lengths to distance themselves from what might be deemed unethical behavior. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is not 
people covering Wall Street. This is not insider trading. This is not, you know what I mean, social injustice on, you know, this is not a Supreme Court hearing. This is literally just a, hey, yeah, this kind of silly thing that everybody's got paid money to do for a while. You should probably be a little more careful with it. That, I think, is fa that's fair. The problem is, and this is where Gamergate uh, gets its name. Actually, technically, Gamergate gets its name from Adam Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, Adam Baldwin of Firefly, Jane from Firefly. He was also on Chuck. Yeah. Uh, he actually coined the phrase on Twitter, Gamergate, when talking about this. Unfortunately, uh, the, the, the young woman, in, the developer in question, mm -hmm. originally has received so many death threats, rape threats, all sorts of stuff. Wow. She's been living on people's couches for months. That's and terrible. there was, and this this spilled over into another female uh, that that got some exposure, uh, you know, that some people thought might be questionable, and so it started happening then, you know, and, and again, this is a small group of people that's, I mean, literally, and and I think they're passionate about what they're doing, but they're literally taking this thing that was probably has some decent ideas, but was founded on something that was pretty shaky to begin with, right. and making it completely awful. Uh huh. And so, and and up all the way up to Felicia Day made it made a comment. She's like, I've been afraid to comment on it. She said, I don't. I'm been afraid to talk about it, even though this is a really relevant thing, because I'm afraid I'm going to get doxxed. Well, the next day she was doxxed, and her, you know, all of her public private information was posted on, you know, probably, I don't know, 4chan. I don't know where all that crap goes, but all that stuff came up. And so, I, I guess where I, I come down on on Gamergate is that, yeah. I think, you know, media outlets should be very careful. Yeah, you know? I think you're just dancing. You're playing with fire at that yeah. point. Well, I, you know, I don't think you're playing with fire. I think you're playing with a really hot, uh, hot pad. You know, the little ones you, <laughs> you, you put them in the gloves. Fire analogy you put them, you put them in your gloves <laughs> to keep your hands warm, but they get a little too warm for comfort. I think that's what you're playing with. Ah, the hand warmers. Yeah, the hand warmers. Because, um, it really, it does matter to some of your audience. That's what's being communicated. So if it matters to your audience, don't antagonize them for that. And there's a lot of media outlets who've come out and said, Gamergate's stupid, y'all need to grow up, blah, blah, blah. And of course, those people then feel the wrath half, half the time. You know, it they really seems to be picking on women in particular. Uh, the, those who are picking on anyone at all. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But the fact of the matter is there are people saying that we want some more clarity. We want there to be some more ground rules about what how we can interpret what you do. We want you to be ethical. And I think a big part of that is that people look up to these people. People want their jobs. Yeah. They 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 wish that they got paid to review video games for a living and stuff like that. And so they want them to be as above board well, as possible. And I think, I think that is very important because yeah. they do hold enough... Um, sway to make or break some games they can and i think it's bigger than what you're saying yeah in I my opinion so i think they hold a lot of power and this is the reason why it's uh i think as big as it is i think they do they can hold a lot of power uh especially you know the bigger ones um where they could sway one way or another right. and if you get why ign rates everything on a scale of 8.5 to 10 good could be. <laughs> um, well, i i kind of agree with that too because i mean you hear about movie critics right. and everyone just know okay you know they said it was a bad movie but that's a good movie yeah with games that's usually not the case if they say it's a good game and you think it's not a good game it's usually at least an average game and if you're out six but if you're out 60 bucks over it it's a lot different than 12 bucks for a movie ticket. Exactly. You know what I mean? But it's a, like, come a, on. I was expecting these, this to be my weekend. A lot of people say, wow, you said this was a nine and a half, and now I'm getting, like, you would personally rate it at like a three or a four. Yeah. And 
again, that, that's sixty dollars that you spend that you yeah. can't get. No, back. don't get me wrong. There are people that I wanted to hit with my car when I sat down and actually played Blinks the Time Sweeper on Christmas afternoon. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted blood on my hands because I had read so many previews that were just glowering about that god awful game. But by the same token, it is it's an enthusiast pressed. It's not high journalism. I don't think that they're free from it. I think I think, well, like I think what journalism I said, is journalism. And if you're going to put yourself in that position, you have to hold yourself to that standard. I, I think you have to hold yourself to whatever you have to be willing to hold yourself to the standard that your audience wants you to be held to. And there are clearly people who want them to be held to the standard. I know that I, I follow uh I follow giant bomb a lot. And those guys are, have a lot of developers that they're real, real close friends with. But it's also there's some unspoken rules and there's some spoken rules. And they talk about all the time how like goofy PR people will try to pull stuff or like send them stuff and they'll just kind of like give it away or things like that because they don't want to deal with the hassle. It's not hassle worth dealing with. And I think that when that crosses into personal relationships, that's a little harder to manage because, again, these are the people that you see everywhere. You know, you go to events and, you know, you do stuff like that. These are the people. This is your social network. So. Well, I think I think there's definitely a gray it's, area there. It, it's it's uh, it has become their social network because of the industry they're in. Right. Yeah. And, the industry has taken a certain shape. And so I, you know, and which is different than a lot of you know, you, you go to whoever on ABC the journalism person, and you know they're doing this story. You know, mm. they're not going to be real close friends with the people they're going to do stories with more than likely more often than not. Uh, right? the, uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a much smaller group that lives in a very, very close space. So right. of course they're going to be, you know, friendships formed, but that's, that is scary. I mean, if you're trying to break into an industry, you have this awesome game and everyone says you're terrible because they don't know you from Adam because they want to promote one of their friends. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty but, natural for you to be like, I want to help my buddy out. Yeah. You know, but, and you know, again, I think we're, we're, we're extracting what's happened to the purest point of view and it's not really representing some of the main issues that have come out, which are like, you know, should someone who's a developer be able to date someone who's a games writer? My answer to that is sure. As long as it's divulged. Yeah, right up front. exactly. No, and I. But it, in cases of one night stands, you're not going to get a lot of divulge. You know what I yeah. mean? That kind well, of stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Like, well, see, yeah, that to me is just. I don't know of anything that's ever happened. But if you're going to put yourself in those kind of positions, that kind of degrades you as a journalist. It's a risk, uh, in my opinion. It's I mean, I, I if you're going to, uh, you know. You know, put yourself in that position. Right. Then I can't trust what you're going to say. I feel like it's 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 horribly unfortunate, and I think we can all agree that anybody yeah, would ever threaten any That's, anyone's yeah. well being yeah, or health is terrible or anything. Absolutely. And I, I'm male or female, I don't care. I'm an equal it's, opportunity <laughs> defender. Uh, but well, none of this is worth any of that. We you know, no, none of video games are not worth you know death threats or any. It's like. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It may I mean, be it may be worth serious discussion. It may be worth serious analysis right. of the industry. Right. But that's not serious stuff. I mean, it's serious stuff, but it's not proactive. No. Right. You know, when, when, when a couple anything. people are on 4chan talking about, well, should we get her to suicide herself? Which apparently that's a verb now. You know? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a wow. thing that happened. And like they're like, no. And then someone else is like, no, you idiot. If she commits suicide, then it completely devalues this whole discussion. I'm like, well, glad you're in the room, but... 
still the yeah. conversation even happening at all. So it, it, that part's unfortunate. But again, I do. Yeah, I and, I, and I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I find it interesting that you guys even more so. I'm empathetic to the fact that there probably needs to be some transparency. It is very yeah. much gaming politics. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to is yeah. like another political group in well, the well, gaming world. I th- Honestly, there's truth to that. Well, I, I think you've had you have these kids who grew up, you know, and now are you know our age, you know, who are being journalists, mm-hmm. and you know, you've gotten really close with developers, and it's you still, you know, the video game industry still has this childlike feel to it. Well, yeah, there was always this. Hey, we were. We, I mean, the number one goal I think most would have historically said most of the big uh, publications is to entertain. Yeah. You know, we're not just going to have reviews. We're also going to put in like goofy what if scenarios and who would you cast in this video game movie? It still feels like you're in college doing these fun bits. You yeah. Know? And I think a lot of people feel like it's more like they're doing a poor man's Conan. Yeah. But they are actual journalists. They are no yeah. longer in that position. In my, in my opinion, you are and a I think journalist. That's, I think that's, I think that's answering Andy's question right there. Yeah. Is that you know you're no longer in college, you know, running around naked in the dorms, right? You are, well, a, I mean, you are, hope. A, yeah, well, we hope it did. You are a professional now, and you even, act like it. Even when we were younger, there were people who are our age now in there who were, you know, it was a goofier, a little more free spirited, you know. Uh, they go to events with goofy people in costumes and things like that. They, a lot of them live in, well, there was some press back then in Chicago, but now it's all predominantly what little isn't in New York, it's all in or I'm sorry, there's a little in New York, but the rest is all in California, the Bay Area, L.A. And yeah, yeah. they're constantly surrounded with that kind of entertainment culture. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not they're not New York media. They're L.A. Yeah. entertainment industry. Yep. And so everybody's saying, all right, even though everywhere you go, every time there's a convention crowding up the you know highway, anytime you're at a park or whatever, all the goofy stuff you're used to seeing and the goofy behavior isn't what people are expecting from you anymore. They're expecting you to behave a little yeah. more like, and I hate to call it, but East Coast journalism, but that's really kind of what it boils down to. You know, yeah. the, the D.C. to New York belt, you know, yeah. where it's like, all right, we don't want you to become boring. And we don't want you to become incredibly divisive. Some device, you know, divisiveness is fine, but we want you to be transparent, and we want you to make wise decisions. Yeah, well, that's the thing is when it, when it comes to your job and the integrity of what you're writing or producing, you need to have that professionalism. Yeah, but you know, beyond that, be goofy, be crazy. We love it. Yeah, you know, and that's what we want. Forward facing. I don't think we need to see that many changes. I just think that if you are going to roll the dice and you know if a developer and a reviewer are going to think about having you know a romantic inner you know entanglement there might be some negative reaction i wish it wasn't what it is i really wish the negative reaction wasn't what it was i know a lot of people yeah. a lot of people have the attitude to screw off everything's fine shut up you all suck and i'm like Meh. clearly everything's not fine because people are interpreting it as not fine. i mean at some point whether you believe people are misinterpreting things or not, at some point, the opinion of the masses becomes the fact. If, if perception matters in your industry, and guess what? In all press, perception matters. Then, you know, that becomes an issue. So, yeah. I, uh, it's it's a different world than where you're coming from. Yep. Now, to switch gears and be on a lighter note, I think uh, Chris is missing his Twitch game, recreational game right now. Really? I just got something for recreational saying it's uh, Putin King Bar versus Pitlord Meta going live right now. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So it, there either you go. your Twitter's really far behind, <laughs> or yeah, that's... or the guy running the recreational Twitter yep. account is a little girl that can travel through time. <laughs> I bet. Oh, and maybe they're playing another game, and he just they got just, the name. He yeah. accidentally put P. Yeah, on. that's what I'm assuming too. Or, or he might have been saying they're up on YouTube. Is is a little bit of you? Oh, is a little bit be. of you panicking right now? No, just not even a little bit. I've, if we were playing, my phone would be blowing up by my team true. saying, where, where are, are you, WTF, <laughs> There was actually one of those, I don't remember which one, is like three or so round ago. It was about five till we were supposed to start. We usually get online like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, four, so we can all get online. Yeah. Everyone updates. Yeah. And we start, you know, kind of just spitballing some strategy and just making sure everything's running. I wasn't on until like, Two minutes before we were supposed to go. I'm getting calls and texts. And I was at home. I just, like, I was doing other stuff. I was watching and... during this game because I was also yeah, wondering why yeah. he wasn't online. Everyone's like, <laughs> I, think I texted you and went, dude, what's going Everyone's on? Everyone's panicking. I'm getting all these texts and calls, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Chris is just, he's on his back porch smoking a dube. I, I'm just <laughs> trying to get out, bro. I'm in the moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm reaching my center, yo. And hopefully you've managed to reach your center while whiling away another hour plus with us here well, at Press Good Play luck, PLM. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Morano's taking a breather. Morano slash waver. Uh, and hey, uh, do follow us, please, on Twitter at Press Play to Save, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BetterKind. And please, please, please get on any podcast uh, provider service that you know of, use regularly, or just like to haunt and, uh, and, and give us a positive review because that helps us out. It helps us reach more people and it helps us turn this into a little bit, little by little, a little more legit every day. A little bit. Yeah. Cause uh, we'd also like to thank, uh, Mr. G Hardy and, and of Andy course, Andy Monaghan for sending your questions. No, it's Monaghan, but I like saying Monaghan. Monaghan. We, we appreciate it and they're fun to dissect and we hope we answered everything yeah. you're looking for. Man, keep please, them coming. Yeah, more questions. Yeah, yeah. please uh, do tweet us your questions or drop them on the Facebook page. We will be glad to answer them. Those were two very good questions this week. Normally, uh, we get a little more irreverent questions and that's fine too. And you know what's funny <laughs> is the, the tweet I sent out that these came from, these responses came from was, yeah. send us in your gaming questions, dot, dot, dot. Or just some life lessons. We'll talk about anything. <laughs> yeah. So I was and actually we got straight up gaming questions. I was expecting, you know, a little ballpark. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad, Twitter. Good well work. played. Good work. But in the meantime, it's been we've been glad to have you. I'm Corey, that's Chris, and that's Howie over there. It is. What? And uh, hey, it's been a bit a good time. It's been a tough week. All right. We out. Bye. Bob. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ow!